Hello, James Bond haters, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some soup. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I don't know, man, that's your problem. And I'm Brianna, and I'm addicted to Italian seasoning. (laughs) And today we'll be watching the 2022 American comedy film, The Bubble. However, before we get into the movie of the night, Brianna and myself will give you some tidbits and then... We go watch it. And then go watch it. (laughs) You give you some tidbits and then go watch it. And then we go for a walk for five minutes and then we come back and... We eat soup. Make some more soup. (laughs) Tidbits. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie of the night is The Bubble. Uh, I don't know. This came out of nowhere for me. It was like three weeks ago. I saw a trailer for this and I was like, oh, cool. This looks really funny. Max. It really sh- came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, shout out Max, <laughs> Dope Flicks. Um, he said that he first saw the trailer for the movie that was being made in the bubble. Like, the movie that's being made in the the bubble movie. There's a trailer. The movie inside yeah, the movie. There's a there's a trailer for that, and he said he thought that was the movie, and then didn't see the trailer for the bubble. Um, We'll get into the ratings. That's a very Max move. Sorry, Max. <laughs> We'll get into the ratings and reviews. He doesn't listen. Uh, we'll get into the ratings and reviews uh, in a second, but I was a bit surprised by them, to say the least. Uh, directed by Judd Apatow, of course. Brianna, what is your favorite Judd Apatow film? Oh, none of them. They all got canceled, didn't they? <laughs> Did they? What do you mean? Why? I thought people stopped watching them because, you know, they were like, this isn't fun comedy for the new generation anymore. What What do you mean? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Mine is 40-year-old <laughs> virgin. But I really think, I think The King of Staten Island is his most well-made film. Yeah, I feel like that's just because that's one of his most recent ones, though. And, like, he's really, he's learned a lot and he's really taken it all in and... He's, you know, he figured it out. He's got it. Well, yeah, I mean, with 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 time and age comes experience. But uh, yeah, I really do think that it's Does it? just <laughs> most of the time it looks really nice and it's really well crafted film. Uh, the forty year old version is still the best one to me, though, in terms of comedy. Who? Oh, I think that one funny. also looks nice, and it's a well crafted film. Yeah. To this day, you still if you're still not yelling Kelly Clarkson, then you're yeah. not. It didn't there. like it didn't age the best, but it didn't age horribly. That's for sure. And I don't think it'll age horribly as time goes on. Um, and I want to buy age. I don't mean like the comedy in it. I just mean the look of it because there's some outdated fashion that really kind of grabs you. Um, <laughs> that's what you're thinking about. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the outdated fashion of the forty year old virgin. Uh, the bubble though is written by Pam Brady, who is a writer, of course. She, writes she was things. also part of the Brady Bunch. She, she was not. She, <laughs> she is a voice actress, though. Uh, she wrote South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. She, uh, as well, she also voices, like, a whole shit ton of characters, or she did at least for 17 years. Uh, she was Mrs. Hankey, Brianna. Did you know that? <gasps> Mrs. Hankey? Mrs. Hankey. Mrs. Hankey's actually super funny. She's super drunk all the time and super angry at Mr. Hankery, uh, Mr. Hankey and... and um, like always is yelling at him and swearing at him and calling him a piece of shit. And Mr. Hanky just kind of takes it cuz he's the he's the happy go lucky Christmas poo. Uh but Pam Brady uh also wrote Team America World Police, Hot Rod, which is a fire movie. 
and created the show Lady Dynamite with Maria Bamford. It's that I've seen a few episodes of that. It's not bad. Do you ever seen that? Um, no. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect you to be cultured. The Bubble stars Karen Gillan, Fred Armisen, our queen Maria Bakalova. Rihanna. Yes. David Duchovny, who I for a second was like, wait a minute. But then I remembered I was thinking of Matt Lauer. Both white guys from the 90s kind of look similar a little bit. To me, at least. White guys, they all look the same. Uh, but this doesn't start uh, day, um, Matt Lauer. That would be a no-go. And this starts David Duchovny. Uh, Mike Keegan-Michael Key, Pedro Pascal, Kate McKinnon, and Iris Apatow, of course. She's not the one in Euphoria, just to clear that up. I've never seen Euphoria, but... I haven't either, but I know that there's two Apatow daughters, and one of them is in Euphoria, and one of them is not. Although they were both in This Is 40. Yeah, one of them... Does one of them have curly blonde hair? It kind of looks like Ruth. One of them looks like Ruth from Ozark. (laughs) Right? That's the one in this movie. Ah, yeah, Ruth from Ozark. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, the bubble was inspired by the filming of Jurassic World Dominion in the UK. They filmed it, so there must be an overly Christian disability shamer that is the main character of this movie. If it's if it's based on Ooh. Jurassic World Dominion, rhymes with like schmish smat. <laughs> uh. Judd Apatow did say that it wasn't, like, based on the filming of Jurassic World Dominion. Like, nothing happened specifically on the set of Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> They're not related at all. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't like, um, this isn't like Tropic Thunder is to Apocalypse Now. <laughs> but th- I believe that this is just based on a lot of things uh, that happened in the world of filming during COVID. He said that he would think of something funny and then he would call somebody and be like, does this, what, what's happening over there? And then someone would be, they would be, they, that would happen. For instance, I guess he thought, what if like, wouldn't it be funny if someone escaped the bubble and like you couldn't find them and you were like, where the fuck is this person? And I guess he said he called a friend during a production during COVID and someone had escaped. And so I think that's pretty funny. Listen, people don't want to be held down. That's one thing that we learned for sure over the last two years. Oh, keep me inside for the rest of my life. I'm good. Yeah, same girl. Same. Um, now I got a feeling that a lot of people didn't feel so nostalgic because at the time of this recording, it has a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb based on 10,000 reviews. It has a 23% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on only 83 reviews. That's a, that's a low. That's, I feel like that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. 35% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 250 reviews, 34% on Metacritic. And only 59% of Google users like this movie. Now, here's my thing. I'm, I'm not concerned, but do we feel like maybe there might be some... Like, is there going to be political thing, like, uh, undertones to this? Is this going to be like a don't look up? I know how Judd Apatow really... gets, and are people just anti that? Or is, like, is there like... I don't know what's going on. This. What, how could it possibly get such bad ratings? We're going to find out. And we're going to find out so you don't have to. Honestly, yeah, no. when I went on to lazily scan, I tried not to look at anything else except for the things I needed, but I'm not going to let 
the negativity and the bad reviews and the low scores affect me because I'm ready. I'm just ready for this film. I'm ready to see Leslie Mann. I love her. I can't wait to see Ruth from Ozark in the movie. And I feel like Maria Bakalova is gonna, she'll win my heart over. Well, she already has won your heart over. So she's just gonna stay in your heart, right? Yeah, no, she lives there rent-free. Like, I'm just... I just hope that she she stays there and I don't have to kick her out or anything. Mm, if Maria Bakalova gets, no, gets no, hashtag no. me too or time's dupped. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's there for She's going to jack off in front of Louis C.K. and everyone's going to be like, <laughs> shame, Maria Bakalova. You can't do that. Hypocrite. Um, do you have any tidbits? Now, you told me that you were very excited for this movie. You texted me early this morning and said, I cannot wait. That was not about the movie. That was just me in general fired up. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. I should have cleared that up, but I like I passed out. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, Those I mellies hit, and then I passed out. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So, not excited for the movie. What are your expectations? You got no. Tidbits? I I'm, am very I'm very excited for the movie. I don't have any tidbits. I just I want to get into the movie. I'm I'm jazzed. I'm just then, jazzed to the tits about this. What did you you said you wrote a lot of things down today on your notepad. What does that mean? I just want to point out if you've ever seen my notepad before, you'd be like Did she go to school? Did she how did she make it through like high school? So What do you for me to, What are you writing in your notepad? Down, I will not tell lies. <laughs> What? No, I I wrote down a lot that has <clears throat> nothing to do with my tidbits because there wasn't really that much out there for me. What did you write I down? Was noticing. Give me something you wrote down. What is the what is one thing you wrote down? Just don't. I can't tell you. Why? I wrote down my synopsis. Oh, okay. But you said you wrote a lot of stuff down. I did. I, I write a lot of stuff down and then I cross it out and then I realize that when I try to read it aloud that it doesn't make any sense because I've crossed out a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the brain of so. Brianna. <laughs> All right, give me the synopsis. Oh, I have my sponsor. Mm. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Who's our sponsor this week? You know, we're such a, a booming enterprise that I don't have time to check in on these kinds of things. We are a booming enterprise. I feel like this one, this one could really could take us to the next level. Today's yeah. sponsor is Lantern Cannabis Delivery Service. Oh, I like it. Thanks for sponsoring the What's Up Media Corporation. Lantern works with local dispensaries, so you shop their shelves using a smartphone or computer to order flour, concentrate, and edibles at the touch of a button. With no markups, the price you see is the same price you get at the dispensary. Shop from the comfort of your own home and then wait for your goods to be delivered. How else do you think Mantis also, gets his soup, ladies and gentlemen? Also, you know, shout out our, our boys in blue, the the post office. They they deliver pamphlets to every single person from Lantern, and they are a bitch. So, really appreciate that. Oh yeah, they they were heavy. I didn't have to do it a lot because I'd be like, oh, I can't. My I'm old and I can't carry those. But they re- they send them, and they are relentless. <laughs> Lantern sends mail mailers like junk mail. Yeah, they're literally the vaguest mailers. Like, I'm pretty sure you can just leave them somewhere and no one would notice. But they don't even have addresses. You just drop them in people's boxes. Uh, I guess that I guess that makes sense. Yeah, just to get That's people, just to let people know what's up in the gross. Brianna, give me the synopsis. 
Are we not allowed to say that anymore? What? That's what she said. I wondered. No, that you the can. Other day. You can say that. It's just like t- 2022. Like, what do you do? Like, that's not. I know it's the Roaring Twenties, but that's not. I'm it's not. The... It, and it's not even like oh PC. It's like it's like that's like who, who are you? Like Michael Scott. Yeah, I'm still stuck in that two, was 2006. Those were, my, those were the great the great days for me. This those is not were 14, that's all I remember. Oh my god. 2006 <laughs> was not 14 years ago. It was 16 years ago. For some reason, the, it, 2 years always bums me out. Like when I'm like, "Oh, it was only it was only in, you know, 2017. That was 3 years ago." Like, "No, that's 5 years ago." Like, oh. How do you think I feel as someone who's terrible at math? I'm like, no, this is for sure five years ago. And they're like, Brianna, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> That's from 1997, Brianna. You were already 32. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the bubble. Sneaking out, hooking up, melting down. The cast and crew of a blockbuster action franchise attempt to shoot a sequel while quarantining at a posh hotel. Nice. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Did you write one? (sighs) No, I didn't because I was like, who cares? We're just going to get slapped anyway. What what are all the things you're writing then? I need to know. The, uh, honestly, what was it? Stick something in the comments if you want to know what the fuck Brianna is writing. The, in her, sp- the sponsor Her manifesto. Well. Like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> You're the fucking Zodiac. My, no, my brother's going to find this years later and be like, oh, wow, she really was writing a lot. <laughs> red rum, red rum, red rum. It's going to be like the number 23. My room's just covered in, like, writing. <laughs> Brianna Carey. All right, everybody, grab your bowls of soup. And in three, two, one. And we're back uh, from watching. Shit, what did we just watch, Brianna? The Bubble. The Bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Underwhelming, unfortunately. Anchored by a great cast, some fun moments. The story just did not drive it home for me. What about you, Brianna? Uh, I was I was very whelmed and I'm not fired up anymore at all about it and I can see why it might have gotten some of its lower scores but overall yes the cast was great some standouts for me were uh Maria Bakalova Pedro Pascal, and I really liked Keegan-Michael Key. Okay, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the cast. That was probably easily the best part of the movie. I just felt that it was very disjointed. I think I mentioned this to you a few times during the movie. I I know I did. There were some fun moments. There's some scenes that really, you're like, oh, this is good. I like the banter back and forth. These are good actors. I enjoy them working together. And then... It just tries to interweave the storyline, like the actual plot line, into it, and you're like, "Oh no! Like, what's what's this all about?" the 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 plot of the movie is 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 not very clear, and then like the second half of the movie, the plot is completely different from the first half. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little loose. 
<laughs> you would say. Loosey-goosey. <laughs> little, little loose like a, I don't know, like the eggs didn't tighten up or something. It just, it did feel weird, and I wasn't sure what was going on. It was a smidge too long for me. Uh, didn't need to be two hours for us to watch about four or five different movies. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there. Kind of a misfire on that. About two hours and six minutes this movie is, and it could have been an hour and 36 minutes. Uh, I would have gone hour 40. That would have been perfect. Yeah, Iris Apatow was... Did not look like Ruth. Disappointing. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why she's in the the movie. Just movies in general. I don't get why she's in some of these movies. I get that she's the kid of the man, but why? Why must the man put the kid in it all the time? It's no need. So it's not very good. Um, when f- they were in, like, Knocked Up, it was fine because you were like, oh, yeah, like, those are his cute kids. Aren't they fun? And they said funny stuff. But it is weird now. It's like they don't they don't need to be there. It's not just like, a, oh, we want to spend time with our children. It's like they're kind of adults. And uh, it's time to let them go a little bit. Loosen that little leash. I, w- I will say that Judd Apatow Ugh. does a good job of using Iris because she's not the most charismatic actress, but the roles he does put her in do convey well for her personality. So it kind of works. And I think that she might have made like, there might have been like a fun little knock in there because at one point she said, you know, uh, the, the mole there, she said, your, all your dances are mediocre because she's a TikTok influencer. And she said, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my appeal. And so, like, maybe, like, her being, like, a mediocre actress kind of just like, oh, I'm, I'm Jen Apatow's daughter. Like, maybe that's her appeal, which is fine. What else has she been in that you're, like, really slamming her for this? Uh, love. The move, the show? I think she's in love. Yeah, she's in, she's in love a bunch. Yeah, she is. She's uh, the, she plays Gus's, like mentee, or he he's the he's a tutor, not a mentor. Two T. Hmm. Would it be a two T? If you're, I'm your tutor. You're my two T. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Good to know. I've never been two T'd before, but <laughs> no, I've never been a two T. <laughs> I've never been a tutor either. No one would want me as a tutor, but I would never have a tutor, so I would never be a 2T. Ah, neither way. Yeah. This is this is this is what you get because this movie was was fine. Um I liked Ugh. I liked it visually. I thought it was I thought it was fun to look at visually. There were some fun effects. I liked I liked some of the background stuff. I liked how they pointed, they, they made fun of the processes of making a movie, but I think there was too much in, like, they really made too many in-jokes, and the majority of the population is on the outs, so I just don't think it drives it home. I don't think it's as funny as Judd Apatow might have thought. Like, 
oh, like, these, isn't it so, I don't know, I don't know. They, they, I, I can't really wrap my mind around the fact whether it was trying to point out that making movies wasn't that bad during the pandemic, or it was a little bad, or, like, what was going on. They, t- they kind of touched on the whiny actor-actress dealio, but at the same time, they kind of made it seem like it's still, like, it was still tough. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Do actors think that, like, we think that's how they are? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what is... Cause I assume, like I'm, I'm not an actor, but I assume it's just like any other job. You like, you go, you do your job, and then you come home. Like, there's a little bit of whining. Everybody whines a little bit at work, and you know, you might not have a great day one day. But I'm never sitting there thinking like they're being like rude to everybody, and I don't know. They just think that they're better than everybody else, and it's like, yeah, that kind of happens in a lot of jobs. You get those people that are like. Might not have earned where they are, but that's fine. You know, you just deal with it. And it's like, I don't think the actors are like this. I think that, you know, like, I'm sure certain they're... ones are. Yeah, but... I'm sure. I'm <laughs> but sure. I don't think the majority of actors, like, act like that in real life. I just don't know. I don't get the point. Like, why? They're did... not all Tom Cruise, like, screaming at people. <laughs> no. Why, why? What was the point of the movie to you? What was the what was the plot first of all? Not not even the point. What was the plot? <laughs> the plot I will give you it was confusing. Even for me. It starts off I think with like yeah, they're filming a movie. It's called Cliff B6 and it's very much like Jurassic Park where they even mention a cult like Okay, no 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 no. Okay. Situation. I'm a 12-year-old. I'm a 12-year-old. Okay, in middle school, you're my camp counselor. You're my. I'm well, you t- shouldn't I'm be watching it if you're twelve. It's very inappropriate for twelve. I'm your twelve-year-old two T, and I'm like, <laughs> what is the bubble about? What do you say? I would say you're not allowed to watch it because it has sexual content. It does. Oh, it does. Deal with that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so there, take it. Fair enough. <laughs> I would say that it's about a group of actors who go to shoot a movie. And then they decide that they don't want to be there anymore because, like, being locked down is too hard. And then, like, craziness ensues. And then they also interweave scenes of them shooting the movie. I think that was my favorite part of the movie, was them shooting the cliff beasts. That, yeah, at least those parts made sense to me. The rest of the movie uh, was... I don't know. It just, it wasn't timed well. I feel uh, like it's just, we're too late on the, the COVID train to be putting a movie out like this. I love meta content. I really do. But this was... Well, you are the crypto king. <laughs> this was a little, this was a little too in the wrong direction. A good type of meta is pop star, never stop, never stopping. That's probably, that's probably the the best... That's probably the that's probably the best way I could I'm so high. That's probably the best example. Follow me on Wordle. That's that's probably the best example that I can think of for, for meta. Um this was just weird because it was interwoven. Not necessary. Unfortunate. Why do people listen to this podcast? 
Because they like the way we sound. Hmm. Juicy. I bet, I, you think if I say the word moist, someone's not going to like it? Moist, moist, moist. Yo, you know what I was thinking about the other day? How everyone doesn't like the word moist, but you know what word I don't like? What? <laughs> it's another word that sounds just like it It. it looks. Schmuck. Queef. <laughs> it wait did you say it sounds like it looks yes like when you look at the word i don't know it just it just it's what i like I you immediately meant, think I of. You meant if you look at a queef i was like wait <laughs> what is that no if you look at the word and then you say it, it's just like moist it's one of those like it sounds and it just <laughs> it is the word if you look at a vagina while it's queefing it looks like it's saying queef <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> if you put your face near it, it's just you feel it. I, I really think that the only part of this movie, and I've said it a few times, the saving grace of this movie was that they had seven A-list actors. <laughs> like, like, if... If they did not have all seven of them, I don't think this would have been enjoyable in the least bit. If you had one actor that wasn't recognizable, besides like the ancillary characters, the the bit the side characters, uh, I I I think that it would have just been so not enjoyable. Like you needed Pedro Pascal in such a bit role because it was just like a bad story. You just needed him there. Because every time he came on camera, you were like, oh, Pedro Pascal. I don't care what he's doing. He's the Mandalorian. It was kind of interesting to see if, like, they were all, like, why was this cast cast? And, like, how did they pick these people out? How much did this movie cost? Hold on. I gotta Google that. (laughs) What were you gonna say? Go on. (laughs) Well, it is it is a list people, but then it also like isn't like I wouldn't cons- like sorry Leslie Mann, I love you, but I wouldn't consider you an A list. Okay, well celebrity. that's that's Jed Ap- <laughs> Jed Apatow just he always casts his entire family. So also David Duchovny, he's okay. not necessarily like he's a, this century's A list. He was an A list celebrity at one point. <laughs> yeah, he was, but like not to you know the next. People that are younger than us, they're like, "Who is that?" Not to Iris, not to Iris Elba. <laughs> like Karen Gillan, I guess. If you like watch like more involved TV shows, you would know who she is. But I feel like your average person doesn't recognize her. Uh, She's not blue. I'm not liking how I can't find a a number. It was Toby Maguire. It was Toby Maguire <laughs> the whole bill. No, it's Toby Maguire and Chinese propaganda. They even say it in the movie. Netflix has not released how much this movie cost, which means it definitely cost a lot. Judd Apatow directed <laughs> it. It's is fucking. It's, it's, <laughs> you have Gamora's sister. Forget her name. Don't don't care. Doesn't matter. Her uh, name's Karen. <laughs> Karen. From Gunpowder Milk Jugs. Wait, was she in that? <laughs> she was in that, right? Yeah, she was. Nice. That was movie was not great either, as far as I remember. 
she yeah, she was, should just stick to being blue. <laughs> she was the gunpowder milk jugs. Yeah, she should just yeah. stick to being blue. Nebula. One hundred percent Nebula. Um, David Duchovny. He needed the whole X Files crew in there if you really wanted to do it right. They should have had. I know. I miss Scully. You know who should have been in Iris Elba's place? Dakota Scully. Fanning. No, Dakota. <laughs> Dakota Fanning. Okay, so oop. Side alert. Side alert. This is this bothered me last night. I'm scrolling through the channels because I have cable, and I'm scrolling, and I get to. Right, you don't have to flex like that. I ha- I'm. I see. Oh, is that a flex? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have cable. What's up? Um, I don't pay for it. Uh, so, so I'm I'm scrolling, and the reason Dakota Fanning just crossed my mind right now is because I see I am Sam on the TV, and I'm like, okay, I am Sam. I remember that movie. Like, definitely. An interesting movie. And then I realize that the movie is about, like, Sean Penn's character is going to court because everybody's saying that he's not fit to be a father to Dakota Fanning. Uh-huh. But Michelle Pfeiffer is the mom. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't, I've never seen the movie, but did Michelle Pfeiffer fuck Sam? And, like, isn't that rape? Isn't that, like, not okay? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time, but I think there is some sort of reason. Obviously, like is it like I don't in think vitro? It's just like no, I don't think it's like she tricked him or anything. I forget. Gets him drunk. What is I it? Don't a, remember. She just falls in love with him. She she's she care. Is she care not ta- allowed to? <laughs> she is his caretaker. No, this is like that weird. SVU episode, and if you know which one I'm talking about, then you're a real one. Brianna, you know exactly which one I'm talking about? You know which SVU episode I'm talking about? No. Oh, it's a good one. But it was a real, you're like, the whole time you're thinking that this that this one guy might have taken advantage of this disabled girl. And it turns out that the disabled girl actually had a disabled lover herself. Oh, wait, this is the one where the guy drives up, like, it starts with a bus driver? Yes. All right, yeah, I know which one you're yeah, talking about. that's a about. classic. All right, classic. okay. Classic. Well, let's get back on. to the bubble. That episode of SVU is way better than this movie. <laughs> Most episodes of SVU were better than this movie. But <laughs> even the ones without Benson were better. All right, here we go. Keegan Michael Key is he an A list celebrity? <laughs> the bubble. He's at least relevant. He is. I would say B list though. Like B. They were plus. all B or C lists, honestly. Well, okay, that's fair. No, Pedro Pascal. They were A-list. very low B, or mm-hmm. they were B. Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian. He's an A list celebrity. Well, even like even what's her face? She's the ginge. She's like a. But she's, she's not. Bee. She's not recognizable. No, no, no. But she's also she was in Jumanji, and a lot of people like Jumanji. Fred Armisen is like fringe A. They're all fringe A's except for Pedro Pascal. I really liked Fred Armisen in this. He was very funny. <laughs> he was, he was very, one of my favorite he was parts. A very, very funny man. <laughs> uh, is Iris. Apatow, even a celebrity? You know, she's best friends with Olivia Rodrigo. Really? Yeah, because I I know the the gossip, and I'm pretty sure... What is it? 
I'm pretty sure she's the one that's dating John Bon Jovi's kid. Bon Jovi jo- has kids? Bon Jovi? Jo- jo- yeah, they're called Jovi Bon Jovi. <laughs> Wait, what? They're called Bovi John? Bovi John? <laughs> Wait, John Bon Jovi named his kid Bovi John Bo- Jovi? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Bon Jovi. Wouldn't you die? <laughs> Bovi John Jovi. No, there's there's John John Jovi. R- Ron John Jovi. Bon John Jovi. He's adopted. And then Johnny Bon Jovi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Judd Apatow, okay, in terms of, like, do you think this was not his... Where, where do you blame... Ugh, I'm where... sorry, she's not dating John Bon Jovi's kid, <laughs> okay. my bad. Where do you, like, do you, where do you put the blame meter on him for this? John Bon Jovi? No, Judd Apatow. It's his life. It's now or never. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, honestly, he's getting full blame for me. (laughs) He's taking 100% of it. I don't blame any actor in this entire thing except for (sighs) maybe Leslie Mann. No. She forced him to do it. (laughs) Leslie Mann's pretty funny, though. She was good. She got her hand blown off. That was pretty funny. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no. She's always been my favorite. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that about you, Leslie Mann. You're the man. That's No, I put put 100% blame on him, too. Definitely not Pam Brady's fault. Definitely not any of the actors' fault. Um, Definitely not any of the Brady's at all's fault. Listen. Not even Tom. Judd Apatow continuously just, like, using nepotism as a way to fuel his own ego like i don't know i don't know what's going on with that but it's getting to a point where it's like dude what's happening what what about the good daughter isn't the good isn't she on uh isn't there like there's a daughter on euphoria she must be like an actress i think she was busy doing euphoria and the the rest of the family got fomo and so they were like let's make a movie we don't need her but i was gonna say i was gonna say (laughs) that that aside all that bullshit aside um he clearly came up with this idea and just got so fascinated with it that it just wouldn't leave his his brain and he so he had to make it i just think it's i i just don't i don't think it's uh something that i think it was a little rushed it seems it seems a little rushed yeah i know i don't know i'm once again so high um it felt rushed but it also i like i said earlier it just felt like it was too late like it's not i don't really want to see a a pandemic movie right now. I wish there was more. I wish it was more mockumentary style. I wish there was more talking heads. I wish they. You wish it was more like the ending, like the the last couple y- minutes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That would have made more sense. I sort of wish it was shot in like a a found footage Blair Witch kind of way. <laughs> it kind it. It like kinda was, and then like kinda wasn't. They really didn't do a great job of that. They should have just kept. They should have committed. Po- yeah, they should have committed to the point of view of the documentarians and just kept it from mm-hmm. from them the entire time. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't like the switching back and forth. It got a little, like, confusing for me. Yeah. All right, popcorn bags. What do you got? Ooh. Uh, out of 50 popcorn bags. Uh, <laughs> it's getting a 21 out of 50 for me with a uh, recommendation. Yeah. Uh, that's more than last week, though. You gave last it week was. an 18. Yeah, we both did. Last week was not great. This was way better than Windfall. But different- I laughed a lot more, but at least Windfall movies. had a story. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, had a, the- a, d- a deep meaning, like, yeah, no, this one. Like- yeah, this is getting a flat, flat 20 out of 50 popcorn bags. A yes recommendation. It is on Netflix. It is a good popcorn movie. I had Friendlies. Shout out Friendlies. Um, and I will pay for I it later Pepe's. with my bowels. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out Frank Pepe's and shout out Friendlies. Brianna had a ricotta pie. Gross. Shout out your frenzy. Frenzies are delicious. Spoiler zone. I ate a cannoli pie first of all. Mm, favorite parts. Favorite get it, parts. Get it right, you peasant. Brianna. Favorite part. The Texas rattle beans. <laughs> what is your favorite uh, part of this movie? I would rather just be called Mrs. Rattlebeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite parts was Fred Armisen. He was the director of the movie Inside the Movie, Ghost World 6 or something. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> these six. Beast. Yeah, Fantastic Beast Six. Uh, he just did a really good job of kind of being like a an unaware director who is his he got famous for directing a movie. <laughs> I think it was like changing tiles or something, and he's he worked at Home Depot when he, he shot the film, and I guess it won uh it like Sundance, so that's why they picked him to do the this movie. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end, he said he was going on to do a Skittles movie about about <laughs> racism. <laughs> yeah, he was just the perfect person for that. And he had like this weird like hair and he was kind of like hitting on uh, Karen Gillan's character. But uh, I really liked him. Leslie Mann was really good in it. And I love her. She got her hand shot off. That was a great part as well. And like you just, they show it, and it looks like a little hot oh, dog just that like was hanging easily, out of her sleeve. That was easily one of my favorite parts. Leslie Mann's hand was all kinds of fucked up. It made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> At first, when they like a sniper shoots her from like the top of the hotel that they're trying to escape from, and her roller skating scenes throughout the whole film were fantastic. She's a great roller skater. She must have done that during the pandemic. Probably also was a roller skater before that. But she has a lot of good roller skating scenes. And in this scene, she's roller skating away from the hotel. And the sniper gets her. And I thought, like, it might have just hit her with, like, a paintball or something. Because <laughs> you kind of see this, like, blast of, like, red dust go up. And you're like, that could be a paintball. That's not that bad. But then they show the hand. It's just, oh, God. Well, she pops back up real. She's like, she pops back up, boop. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, she she's fine. She got hit with, like, a, a hacky sack or something. 
And yeah. <laughs> they blew off her hand completely. It was hysterical. Oh, it was so gross. Ugh. I wish that And David, I was astonished that they showed it. <laughs> I wish that David Duchovny's character was Christopher Maloney. Oh, you wanted some SVU in there? Wouldn't that have been better, though? He's funny. He is funny, but I also... I don't know. I really enjoyed seeing David Duchovny. Yeah, David Duchovny. That A-list star. He was okay. He was good enough. Christopher Maloney was probably busy. I I bet it it crossed Judd Apatow's mind. (laughs) I don't know if I really had any, like, favorite parts. Other than when they shot the movie inside the movie, you really liked those parts. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to recall. I didn't write anything down just because it this movie was long, um entertaining, boring. Uh, oh, I got some good Instagram time in for sure. Did you? I mean, I ate a whole pizza, yeah. <laughs> it really didn't distract me from too much. But I could see where you, you're feeling your thoughts about this or you're feeling your feels. Yeah. What about There was uh, definitely parts that we laughed. Yeah, definitely. De- well, that's the thing. Like I said, small moments, small moments that make you laugh, make you giggle. And then it takes you into the story and you're like, what the fuck is this? Because we, we can go right into least favorite parts. My least favorite part was obviously the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. I did not like the iris apatow's character like her i thought the dance was funny at first and uh you know they all did a tiktok dance and and uh david duchovny really wanted to do a tiktok or no uh keegan michael peel really wanted to do a tiktok dance to obviously up his notoriety and all that um but then i thought why do you always call him keegan michael peel keegan michael (laughs) peel what why because i'm not going to call him keegan michael key Okay, just checking. I don't, I don't want to. I don't. It just be. It would be too normal. Okay. And so uh, you you fucked me up. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> the dance. I liked the dance too when they first showed it because it was the beginning of the movie, right when they started quarantining, and it was like, oh, this is fun. It's not going to be that bad. Ha ha! Everyone's in on this fun TikTok dance. It's good. <sighs> But then they do it again, and you're just like, oh. After a while, the whole movie became kind of exhausting. Oh, no, the dance in the middle, then they had Beck. Beck was doing that song. Was that really Beck? That was Beck, the singer, Beck, and he was singing, and they projected him on a castle, and all the actors got up and danced, and I was like, does this happen during films? Yeah, you did ask that. I thought that that scene was entirely too long. It was way too long. It was like two minutes long while they were just dancing and like they were supposed to be like having fun and enjoying themselves. That yeah, was how super much weird. did Beck pay to get into the movie? Were we supposed to, f- were we supposed to, because at the end they were all like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Like, were we supposed to be like, yeah, you got to leave. It looks terrible. Like, I don't know. I don't, why? I don't, mm. what was the point of the movie? Yeah, why did Karen Gillan have to meet the soccer player from the soccer team? Because he had COVID or STDs or the flu or something like that. <laughs> he had several things. Yeah, but that could have just been cut and made the film much better. 
It was, I thought there was going to be more about that too, about them finding like an entire soccer team to be like, maybe there's other people at this hotel and they kind of didn't really expand on that, which would have been a little funner had knowing that like maybe they were in the hotel, the soccer team was in a hotel and then the other movie that they bump into could have also been there. Like that would have been kind of funny. Yeah, not a lot of full circle moments in this, not a lot of things that pay off, not a lot of not a lot of character exposition that leads to story moments. I don't know, like stuff that happens in movies. I was reading one of the things I read on the internet that I see how it's very true now was it wasn't a review necessarily. I think someone just commented and said like the funniest parts of the the movie or in the trailer. Oh man, and that's so of, unfortunate. I sort of get that. That's I wish I hadn't read that before because then I was just kind of waiting for them in the movie, but it's very true. It's very true. I want to say that the setup was enjoyable initially like when they're getting all the actors together and they're getting to the hotel and they have to quarantine and there's those like funny haha like oh i remember that from early pandemic moments um and then the story starts to evolve into like karen gillen really not wanting to be there for longer than she has to be uh and then this was a big karen gillen movie big karen gillen movie bigger than gunpowder milkshake that's for sure Big, big, big. They probably paid her a lot of money. I wonder how much money they spent on this. What does Key and Michael Key? There you go. <laughs> get for this movie? Couple milli? Three milli? Four milli? Couple milli? Well, what? Okay, what did The Rock get for. Or what did Ryan Reynolds get? 20 mil for Red Notice? So maybe Keegan Michael Key gets. Two million. I don't know, man. Like, how much? Like, I like is a million dollars enough for somebody? Like, hey, I give you a million dollars to be in this movie. That sounds like enough for the. Yeah, okay. Right. So maybe it's less. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's less. I feel like I feel like Keegan Michael Key is a smart dude, and he's not passing up a million dollars from Netflix. But David Duchovny might more. I feel like David Duchovny might. David Duchovny be like... I feel like, like everyone probably got at least a milli. <laughs> David Duchovny's probably like, I want my quote for an episode of X-Files. And they were like, really? And he was like, yeah. $345,000. And they were like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then he was like, no, no, make it four hundred. dollars And I want only red M&Ms in my trailer. <laughs> Mick Jagger taught me that. That's what he would say. Because David Covey probably met Mick Jagger when he was famous in the 90s. Yeah, when yeah when they were both relevant, yeah. No, well, Mick Jagger was probably coming off the curtails of relevancy at that point. And then David Covey probably met him and was, like, more famous than Mick Jagger at that point. Or, like, you know, you know. And it kind of bumped Mick Jagger up a little bit <laughs> just yeah. for a couple, like, couple I, months. I partied with Mick Jagger because Mick Jagger was less famous than me, but he wanted to party with somebody that was on TV currently. And I was Scully. Or he was Mulder. Who's Scully or Mulder? I don't know. Scully. He was Mulder. Yeah, because Scully's the... I'm Scully! (laughs) That's not... I know. I'm Ginger. (laughs) 
I know she's not British, but gingers also have accents in my head. <laughs> I'm Scully. <laughs> she's like a fucking ginger. You know what I mean? Like with her bob, her red bob. <laughs> I'm Scully. <laughs> she sounds like someone in Harry Potter. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Ugh, this movie was too long, and episode's too long. Way overdue. I think the CGI was good. I liked the CGI. I thought they CGI used it properly. CGI was definitely better than the Adam Project. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I thought they used it real well. I thought that it looked nice, and the characters interacted with it well. And obviously, like majority of those people have experience working on sets like that, so. Except Iris, except Iris Apatow. Well, yeah, Karen Gillan, all she does is CGI shit. What are you talking about? Oh. David Duchovny probably worked on a green screen all the time, I bet. Or at least... No, he worked with the real X-Files people. Are you kidding? So, Oh, yeah, so like the Smoke Man? Yeah, those were real people. Like the aliens? Are you kidding me? <laughs> And and CGI. Leslie Mann and Leslie Mann probably does all types of weird shit in Judd Apatow's green screen basement that he has. I bet he probably makes his family act down there. He's like, "We're gonna make movies." <laughs> they're like, "Dad, we don't we don't want to make movies anymore. Like, we're tired. We want to go to school." And he's like, "You're gonna make a fucking movie. You get down in the basement into the lab. That's what I call it, the lab." And you make me a fucking movie. You think so? Yes. And he's got home. Right, well, you're calling it. He's got home movies for days down there. They're probably <laughs> super innocent. I'm not saying they're nefarious. <laughs> There's just his his work ethic is just aggressive. Yeah, he's all. like he's like you're gonna make me a fucking remake of The Godfather, and they're like, "What, well, Dad? What?" And he's like, "You're gonna act. Work it, bitch." <laughs> you think Beyonce got this far by sitting on her ass? Nobody wants to work anymore. I bet you Avatar starts to go on rants. Maybe he tutored uh, Kim Kardashian and how to work. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he definitely one hundred percent. She, did. she was the two D. <laughs> he was Judd Apatow's two D. <laughs> you know what I learned from Judd Apatow that nobody wants to fucking work anymore. <laughs> uh, he was what... telling me he tells his kids that all the time. <laughs> and that's what I'm teaching Pete Davidson right now. Helping him build his brand. Maybe that's what Kim Kardashian is doing. Maybe she's Pete Davidson's brand manager. Honestly, if you're going to start a brand, I would 100% want her as my, my tutor. I mean, she could tutee no, the shit out of it. No, I'd want Chris as my tutor. Well, see, Chris is a little scary. Chris, she, Chris does a, is, she works a little dirty for the, me. She's the one. Without Chris, Kim wouldn't be anything. Chris was the one that yeah. Chris was the one that put out the sex tape. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know if I wanna if I wanna take her route necessarily. That's fair. That's fair. But if if for Kim's route, it's just like date people and then marry them and then divorce them really quickly. Like that's that's okay. I'd let I'd let Ray J fuck me from behind and put it on the internet for Kim Kardashian money. <laughs> It's like, I'd do that. She's worth a lot of money. 
You know what he sees? Yes, because this? she's built her brand. She yeah. she got off her ass and worked. Not that she can feel her ass anymore, but she got off it and worked. Uh, yeah, I'll get I'll get a BBL and shave my back. You are getting a BBL. Yeah, I am getting a BBL. I'll shave my back too. Are you gonna? <laughs> you don't have to do that. I think the BBL is enough. Yeah, you're right. Kim Kardashian doesn't shave her back. <laughs> not at least by herself. She probably has to do that. Yeah, Kanye probably used to do it, and then save the hair, and then make art <laughs> and make art out of it. He was like, he was "That's like, where he Kim, got his his Yeezys." Yeah, Kim, we taking all your back hair, we making Yeezys out of them, and then I'm gonna make all the album cases for the Donda Three out of those Yeezys. Yep, that's it. If you use your back hair, wow, he could have a. Oh, it's like bam- <laughs> like Yeezys wouldn't have bamboo. to be so expensive. No, yeah, you could farm my back. It's like the rainforest. My back mm-hmm. hair gives off just as much, or sucks it sucks in just as much like CO two as the the Amazon rainforest. Your Amazon's like the Amazon circa I don't know, like eighteen fifty, really thriving, very very dense. <laughs> yeah. Without my, if I were to shave my back hair. Uh, the the amount of greenhouse gases that would be in the emitted into the ozone layer would quintuple. Leonardo DiCaprio would insure your back hair. <laughs> yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio lives on my back. He he wants to protect it. He chains himself to my back. He's like, this is protected lands. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> made my back a national park. They're making a Mount Mantis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get the fuck out of here, huh, Brianna? Taylor Sheridan wants to shoot a movie. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Chloe Zhao already rented it out for next month. It's it's for very Nomadland yeah, too. It's very scenic. Canadians are running to live there. Catch the sun just right on it. This is beautiful. (laughs) It's the new Costa Rica. Yeah, no. (laughs) I think it's great. All right. We love you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That is the review. Next week, we will be back with... I don't know. We got to figure that one out, Brianna. We'll talk about it. The new James Bond movie. Oh, my goodness. Skyfall. Is that even out? I think it came out last year. Burp. It's, I don't remember. Who cares? Fuck that movie. I hate James Bond. I, I hope everybody listening to this realizes that right now and takes note of this. I hate James Bond. I think it's the worst franchise know. ever. I don't think it's the worst franchise ever because we wouldn't have gotten Goldeneye, probably the best game on N64. No. Uh, that movie with that movie with uh, Candace Cameron's brother. That franchise is better. God is dead. Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Yeah, God is dead. That franchise is better than James Bond franchise. I would rather watch that franchise over and over again over any James Bond movie ever. Terrible franchise. Just, just 
I can't. I can't. I can't. We need to go. I'm getting. I'm getting heated. Bye, everybody. We love you. Say goodbye, Rihanna. Bye. Bye, beans.